and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. And Lord, thank you that you have gone ahead in all of our situations. And Lord, today we pray that you would bring encouragement to the hearts of your people. Lord, as we encounter your word all over again, in Jesus' name, amen. Welcome again, everyone. And we're continuing our series on miracles. This time we're reading from Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to 13. And this is the story of the centurion who prayed for healing for his servant. Let me begin with verse 5. When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him. Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. In verse 10, when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. In verse 13, and to the centurion, Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. This is another healing miracle. In fact, what's unique about this is that it's like a distance type of miracle. Jesus would give the word and then the servant, being far away, would receive the healing despite the distance that God, you know, showing that Jesus and His power is able to move even beyond the distance, beyond, in a sense, space and time, that the Lord is Lord even over that. But what's interesting about this story is the faith of the centurion. Now, big question as we begin. Do you know of anyone who has a situation like that of the servant who's paralyzed, who is suffering terribly? Now, I know that could be a physical illness. It could come from stroke. It could come from uh, a paralysis because of an injury in the spine or in the brain. But sometimes, even people who may not necessarily have a physical illness can also feel paralyzed and be in terrible suffering. Many who struggle with mental health feel like that. Many who struggle with emotional turmoil feel like that. So wherever you might be in that spectrum, may you receive the Lord's healing Today, May the Lord do a work in your life today. And some of you, you know people who are in, that, in, such, a play, in such a place. And you could be sort of a, like the centurion to them, the link to that person's healing that you would be able to bring in prayer today the need of that friend, of that family member, so that they might receive the healing that comes from God. Now, when Jesus says that, never have I found such a faith in all of Israel, that's that's a pretty strong statement that Jesus himself would marvel at the centurion's faith. Now, what could we learn from the faith of the centurion that would release such a great miracle even over a distance? Now, it's worth saying right at the beginning that the centurion was Roman, probably, and he was a Gentile. In fact, he's sort of a representative of Roman oppression, and yet, Yet, even him was not exempt from having a capacity for faith. And that's important for us to be able to remember. Whatever your background might be, whatever the past may have been, whatever mistakes or failures you may have had in the past, that does not prevent you from being able to put faith in Jesus again today. There is nothing that would disqualify you from being able to believe in Jesus again and 
trusting that this invitation is given to all of us by grace, even to the centurion, for him to also believe. Let's go back to verse 5. It says there, When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. Now, hearing that, you'd, you'd immediately imagine the, the, the humility of the centurion. I mean, the, a centurion is like a leader of at least 100, around 100 Roman soldiers. So he's in a place of power and authority. And yet, the way that he would approach Jesus, it was in the form of appeal. He even called him Lord. And imagine this, he was serving his servant. Now that's humility. And I think that's an important posture when it comes to approaching Jesus. The centurion, the beginning of the centurion's faith, he had a humility to even approach Jesus as Lord. And that's a good place to begin when it comes to our faith. That we recognize that Jesus is not a servant for us. That He is indeed Lord. He is not a servant as that it's His job to be able to answer our prayers, to make sure that all of our needs are met, or to make sure that things that are comfort and our convenience. No, He is Lord. We submit ourselves to Him. We recognize His authority. We humble ourselves before Him. That's the starting point of our faith. Continuing in the passage, in verse 7, it says there, And he said to him, I will come and heal him. I will come and heal him. I need us to be able to catch this. Jesus, now, in, fast forward to us now, living in the 21st century, re recognizing that, you know, when Jesus died for us more than 2,000 years ago, this is the work that he's that he, that he has secured at the cross. And this is the work that he intends to do in the lives of many people. He wants to be able to bring healing. And that word healing is often interchangeable with the word salvation in the, in the New Testament. The idea that Jesus came to be able to save people. The idea that Jesus came to be able to heal their physical sicknesses. The fact that that is Jesus' general will for us. We should approach him in that way in faith. Now I know. You've had experiences that you've prayed for people, they didn't really get well, or maybe some people you've prayed for, nonetheless, they still passed on. But recognize this, if you're willing to believe in Jesus' heart behind everything He's doing in the world, He has a purpose and a plan, and a big part of that is to be able to save humanity. A big part of that is to be able to bring healing to our souls, to our physical bodies, to our spirit. That's Jesus' general will. In fact, that right there is the gospel. I will come and heal him. And for those who'd be willing to put their faith in him, they're able to receive that salvation and that healing from Jesus. In fact, at this point, what was different about in terms of the things that we could learn from the centurion's faith is that he not only had the humility to be able to approach Jesus as Lord, he had faith in Jesus' word. When Jesus said that, I will come and heal him, his response uh, was this, but the centurion replied in verse 8, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my room, roof. Again, expressing his, his humility. But only say the word and my servant will be healed. It's almost like saying, Lord, you've already given me your intention, your purpose. You've already revealed to me your will. You said I will come and heal him. Lord, you don't even need to go physically under my roof because in the first place, I'm not worthy to receive you into my, into my home. But yet, I believe in your word and I believe in you as Lord such that even if you just say the word, then my servant will be healed. A faith in Jesus' word. That's interesting because most of us would have faith in, some, in a manifest miracle. 
we will believe God for healing when we've already experienced or witnessed a manifest miracle ourselves. So may nakita ka, pinagaling. And when that person got healed, now you all of a sudden have faith. Hey, that, that miracle can also happen to me. That story can also happen to me. But would it be enough for you if Jesus simply said it expressly to you, coming from His Word, that it is His plan and purpose to be able to bring healing to the Word? Would you be willing to take Him at His Word and say, God, even without a manifest miracle yet, I will believe you. And, and, this is where, and this is where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Even when my miracle is yet long in coming, I will continue to believe in your Word and I will continue to pray for a miracle. When we put our faith in Jesus' Word, more than just a manifest miracle, we will persist in believing, in praying, even though the miracle has not yet come. And to those who would persevere in faith, to those who ask and keep on asking, to those who knock and keep on knocking, the door will be open to them. The answers to their prayers will come to pass. This is an encouragement to your faith, to you to for you to continue to believe in God's Word for you, even though the miracle is not yet made manifest. For you to continue to believe that as Jesus' will is to come and heal you, then let him just say the word. And he has already spoken the word. And we will continue to believe. And that is the kind of faith that Jesus himself is impressed with. Continuing the story, in verse 9, the, you know, the centurion explains, For I am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. That right there is the centurion's faith in Jesus' authority and power. He was able to translate. The fact that I, I also have power and authority, because of that, I'm able to tell my servants what to do. The centurion now believed that Jesus also had probably way bigger authority and power such that he could heal even from a distance. And take note of this. He said this, For I too am a man under authority. Right there, the centurion recognizes his role, his part in the Roman army, but also a big part of that is, again, the humility expressed. That I too am a man under authority in the same way that I, centurion, I'm submitting myself under your authority, Jesus, I call you my Lord. I'm a man under authority and I recognize that authority that you have over me and over life, over circumstances, over sicknesses, over demons. I've seen it myself. I've believed in your word and now I trust that you're able to execute, execute your word with great power and authority in the same way that I have experienced that in the context of my own limited authority and power. And when Jesus heard this, verse 10, he marveled and said to those who followed him, truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. You see, the centurion believed that Jesus' word had power over distance, had power over circumstances, and when, because the centurion believed Jesus' word and Jesus' authority and power, Jesus' response was, that's amazing. I marvel at your faith. And that's a personal desire. I pray for all of us here that we would grow in believing in Jesus' word and power such that he himself would marvel at your faith. That we would all grow in believing in Jesus' word and power and that he himself would marvel at your faith. We'll take some time to pray right now. Would you be a centurion to someone else, meaning the link to someone else's healing? Let's go ahead and take a moment 
to be able to pray for other people who may need healing. In a short while, we'll also pray for you if you yourself need healing. Let's go ahead and believe God for His miracle for you today. Lord, we trust you now. Lord, that you would be the one. Lord, we pray for people in our lives, Lord, who need the healing. We ask you, Lord, today we believe you that you can heal by your word and by your power. Lord, would you do your distance healing? Would you do your healing across nations, across our loved ones, even in other nations? Lord, today we pray that you would touch them with your healing hand. And for those of us who are here, and we are also in a place, we're also in a sense paralyzed and terribly suffering, Lord, we pray now that you would be the one to also bring healing. We believe in your power. We believe in your word that has already been released. We believe in your will, Lord, that you will come and heal us. And so, Lord, today we receive, we receive your healing. We pray, Lord, release that healing, Lord, on your people today. I like the last part of the passage when it says, Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. Friends, let's continue to believe the healing of God for your life. God has already released his word. May we believe His word today. Go, let it be done for you as you have believed. Let's come and worship God again together. Jesus, Jesus, you're the Let's pray. Lord, thank you for starting us off this morning, Lord, by encouraging our faith. Thank you, Lord, for your work in the lives of your people and each of our families. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord turn his face, his countenance on you, his favor on you, and give you peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, 
follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.